I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm all about smarter, not harder. I think life is hard enough. Things will throw you curveballs that make it even worse. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 114. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in? We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're chatting about simplifying systems in your home and in your business with our guest from last time, Heather Greco. Uh, but before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking today? Mm, still working through those Down East ciders. Mm. I'm a slow drinker these days. So yeah. um, touch base in the summer because I will probably have more variety for us once the weather does continue to get warmer here in New England. Uh, yeah, I know. I I'm definitely the same when it comes to the variety. Although, what have I been enjoying? Oh, root beer. <laughs> I think we love discussed root this beer. Before. I do not like root beer. I'm Ugh. a big fan of like black licorice or root beer or black licorice. It's Does that taste like root beer? Kind of, yeah. Mm. And like I don't like I don't like, like the same thing. It's, well, you know what's funny is my mom. My mom and I both love root beer. Alex likes root beer, not to the not to the point that I love it. Like he'll have one every once in a while. Um, it, but he's also less selective. I am very selective about my root beer. Mm. Like I will not have. I do not like Barks root mm. beer. No offense to Barks because it. I know it's very popular. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, I like A and W. I like Mug. Um, but my go to is the diet. Stewart's. Oh my gosh. And they only they have them, they don't have them that many places. Um, but they have them at the cracker. Like in terms of if you were to go to a restaurant, right? They have them at the cracker barrel. Oh. And I very rarely like 10 years since I've been to a cracker barrel. We went to a cracker barrel uh a couple weeks ago because we ended up going to a um I got free tickets to a hockey game up in Lowell. And we were looking for some place to go. And, you know, of course, we're, you know, looking that's with Ariel. That's the one Ariel. I went to, like, Tuxbury? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's where we went. And, um, yeah, like, and I said, I'll have a, do you still have Stewart's? And the girl's like, um, I don't know what kind of root beer we have. I was like, I took a chance. I'm like, how do you not know what kind of root beer? But, you know, that's me. Um, I took a chance and uh, it was Stewart's and I was thrilled. So now I'm like on a kind of root beer kick, but nice. again, you can't find them that many places. So that's my, that's my, my thing lately. Awesome. Um, but now let's get into our discussion. So as a, as we had um, said last time around that this conversation um, that we had with Heather Greco, a lot of, it's not your regular business discussion. Um, a lot of times when we have discussions with uh, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, while they are trying to uh, fix a problem and, you know, and there are an issue that they're dealing with in their life, it's usually their income uh, and not a more personal matter, which is what Heather has been dealing with. Um, But that being said, she had some really great tips and tricks uh, in terms of simplifying systems in your home and in your business. So we hope you will uh, take a listen uh, and enjoy our conversation and take a couple things away from it. 
listened to our last episode, you may remember our guest, Heather Greco, a productivity coach, a mom, and the founder of Chaos and Cookies. Before creating her chaos control system, which we'll chat about in a minute, she worked over 10 years as a director of marketing, helping build multiple six and seven figure businesses. Now she helps moms and new business owners overcome their own objections so that they can live the life they want to live and create the business they have always wanted. Today, she's going to share how to simplify systems in your home and your business and to put you ahead of the chaos. Heather, welcome back. Thank you for having me. Glad to be back. So what are you drinking this time around? Well, I know it was red wine is the, is the go-to is red wine's my go-to, but you know, I do love a good bottle of champagne. Wow. I know sometimes, you know, you just feel like bougie, a little bougie. It's not even, it's just, you know, it just makes you feel fancy after a long day of fighting with everybody. And you're like, yeah, I feel like feel like a little fancy free. I can't drink a whole bottle by myself, by the way. So I have those like little suction cup ones that like really <laughs> hold the bubbles. And I'm just like, you know, it makes me feel a little light. It's not as heavy. I appreciate that. I have a okay. couple of bottles of champagne in my studio. So I'm a photographer and, and then I had an event there a couple of weeks ago and there's still like two bottles of champagne. And every time I'm there, I'm like, oh, I should just crack one open and just like drink here by myself. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to answer to anybody. You know, as long as you're doing your work, who cares? You know, it's not, you're not, this is, it's almost like we're going back to the days of Mad Men. Mm. Well, then you get into the nuances of, is it really champagne or is it Prosecco? Because if it's Prosecco, it's the sparkling wines. It's not fancy. And you got the champagne from the champagne region of France. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so this is just sparkling wine in my Right, right, right. And that's typically what you do. Get some Prosecco, some Rosé. Yeah. 18 bucks. Great. Makes you feel a little more like. I won't spend that on wine, but I'll spend that on some bubbles. Um, and it's light. I don't know. It's just. It is yeah. light. It is. It is. And boy, do those bubbles go to your head real quick, Ooh, real yeah. quick. But that feels so good sometimes, as you say, it after a long, long day. All right. Well, we learned it's, a it's lot. of success of actually finishing the day. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Small victories, like in business or in life. You have to celebrate your small victories. That is that is what we believe here at Cocktails and Content Creation. I will tell you just that. Uh, all right. Well, that we Jesse gave a quick intro. And of course, we did get to learn more about you during our last show. But um, just briefly, can you tell us a little bit about more about your journey and how you got to where you are today? Yeah. So I'm all about smarter, not harder. I think life is hard enough. Things will throw you curveballs that make it even worse. And so if you are able to prepare and really just, and I'm not saying like overly done, but you know, you want to feel good and secure and confident, whether that be you doing it or handing somebody else off, then I think the more the better, right? And so I um, am now a single mom, got three little ones who keep me very busy, who have all their own emotions that go with a divorce and then my emotions and then all the moving parts that go with separating finances and houses and this and that, right? And so on top of all the things that just life has, work, business, sports, family, right? And so um, with me, it's just, I, it's essential for me to have to be able to ask for help. I think that that's a huge thing that no one does as moms or as business owners. 
we like to do things ourselves because we know how to do it. It's in our head. No one will ever be able to do it like me. If they don't do it like me. I'm not going to like it. Whether they do a different step than you do, as long as like the goal is the same and the results the same, I don't think it should matter how we get there. Um, as long as it's healthy and moral and all the things, by the way, like don't lie, cheat and steal to get there. But you know what I mean? It, it, if we have to learn how to delegate and ask for help on places that we might not have time for, it might not be our strength. And, and so really preparing things ahead of time in house and um, business, like an SOP or standard operating procedure. My chaos control system, like you mentioned, is like your home manual. We also have SOPs for like our employees and handbooks and ways that we do things as an opportunity and a tool to use to bring in and help and delegate things. You know that there's a way it's written down, it's recorded, and it's like, this is how I like it. Please read it. This is where you can find things, whether that be in a file on a drive, whether that be on a, a shelf in your pantry. It's there to help people do without you because we don't right. want to feel like we're doing everything. No, we do not. That's exactly what we don't want to do in life is is we don't want to do all the things. Those I think all often about like the zone of genius. Like we can't we can't be good at everything, right? So we need to make sure that the people who are good at what they're good at are taking care of it while we take care of what we're good at. Uh, I do think it's very important though. That when you're placing things in place or when you're bringing in help, I think it's essential for you, whether you know it really, really well, or you at least know enough to get by, because just like I, I've hired nannies and stuff in the past. My ex-husband used to travel all the time. So I always needed someone because I've had back, back issues. I've had several back surgeries in my life. So physical stuff with the kids sometimes just wasn't a thing. So I needed help or I would just not be any good. And then in business, we have turnover with employees or people move on or move or this or that, right? And so we want to make sure that when we can't prepare for those things, that we have enough to get us by and know enough to be dangerous. Because if we know it and well enough to where maybe that person gets sick or maybe there's life happens to that person that handles it for you, your work or your life doesn't stop just because they have something that's happening. You still need to get going and get by. So knowing enough. So when you're putting these people in place, you do want to know enough because you've got bookkeepers and things that can steal from you. You need to know what to look for and how things work. Because if you're trusting someone with your child or with your business, you need to be able to at least recognize red flags or things that don't seem right. If you're just blindly trusting then we, I mean, if anyone watches like Real Housewives and you end up in jail, finally uh, <laughs> trusting because your name was on the dock, you know? So, yeah, no, you, t- you make a very, very, very good point. And it's now you've got me worried. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, okay. So, you know, you, you just seem to have everything kind of figured out in so many ways. How have you protected, protect, perfected, excuse me, your own simple systems in your house and in your business? Like, how did you get to this point where you just know? Um, I mean, I mean, to be, I mean, Frank, and it's unfortunate the way that I've gotten the way I am. It's everyone sees it as very put together. And, um, you know, when you get a divorce, you do like the walkthroughs of all the things and you separate community property and, you know, the lawyers came into my house and they see everything labeled and things are very organized. And they're like, 
the organization is key, like crazy. I feel like a bad person. Like, please don't feel like a bad person because I lived in a very unpredictable environment. And unfortunately, the result of unpredictable, you know, with this unpredictability is if the, something couldn't be found easily or if it wasn't where it's supposed to be, typically there would be some sort of eruption. Maybe some things were thrown at a certain somebody. And then I ended up having to clean it up because they couldn't find the right, you know, top to the, to the, to the pot, the wrong size, small problems, not large problems, people. But if that's your environment and that's how things roll, you learn to adapt and you learn to, well, didn't like that. Let's fix it. Let's eliminate excuses. Let's eliminate the reasons and let's empower everybody to be better. So I've created at least organization systems. Like if you were to open up my pots and pans, like they are all in a line, all in a size. It's very easy to see if something's out of place. All the round ones are stacked. All the square ones are stacked with the lids next to it. It's sick, but it's predictable. So if anyone needs something in my house, I can say, well, it's in the second cabinet to the right, second shelf on the left. It's there. I can give them directions. They can find it. They can't say, or my child. They look like this, right? Husbands too. Eyes closed, can't find it. It's right in front of the face. It makes it easy and lets them go and, hey, did you check on XYZ spot? Or if someone calls me and say, hey, I can't find this. It's like, well, it's in this drawer, or da, 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 right? It's very organized. I'm not saying it's the best or healthiest. However, that's how I got there is to try to eliminate the backlash on me, eliminate the stress because if that person was really upset, I would get the brunt and I was getting anxious. And so I didn't like living like that. So trying to remove all the anxiety away from it. So I've just become very good at looking at something, eliminating problems, six steps ahead. It's hard being six steps ahead of everybody because then you got to sit there and wait and not do the I told you so. You just kind of have to wait for them to come around and think told you so, but it's just one of those things that you see every single possibility and problem just based off of everything that I've seen or is exhausting trying to think of like, bye, before I sit down, is there anything that's going to create an argument? Well, there's a glass on the table. Maybe it shouldn't be on the table. Maybe it should be in the sink, but maybe it shouldn't be in the sink. Maybe I should wash it and put it in the cabinet because, well, maybe they want the cast. So maybe they weren't done with it yet. Like it's crazy. So you think of all the scenarios and then you go with the best one. So I try to take all of that out for everybody else and teach my way and just hopefully it helps. <laughs> now, bringing this back to business, the business side of things. Yeah. So, you know, the organization and everything. So in, you know, you own your own business, you're operating this, this, you know, program and these offers that you have, are you sort of doing the same thing? thing that way, maybe just more on like the digital level. Like, do you know where all your files are? Do you like talk to us a little bit about like how, um, I guess a business or a brand could benefit from having some of these systems in place? Sure. So I'm a really big, uh, fan of a drive, like Google drive. I mean, some people like word or, you know, Google drive is great because it's cloud. You can, give access to somebody. You can control who can see things, who can share things. So it's um, very, it, it's a nice little hub. And so um, also creating folders for every 
little thing and keeping to the folder. Don't get lazy. It's more like, again, smarter, not harder, but also take the time to do it right. Because if you shortchange it, it creates more problems later. So like when you save a file and you're like, oh, I saved it on my desktop. I'm going to do that later. It takes you two seconds to take it from your desktop to the proper file to take the two seconds to do it because what will happen is you'll forget it. It'll start building up. And then now you've created this cleanup, this extra work. And so really sticking to where you're going to create your files, where you're going to put them and hold to them. Um, Because when we get lazy, then it's like, just like at home where you let that laundry pile up, it's going to take you a while to get down. When I should have just done it every Sunday, I wouldn't be in this mess. Now you don't have a bunch of files sitting on your desktop, not knowing what the file was for. Is it the latest version? You know, so really being methodical on how you keep all of your organization and sticking to it. So I am a photographer and files are the death of me because I have thousands and thousands of photos. And I would like to say that I actually I actually do have a Word document that is my storage SOPs, literally. That's what it is because I'm like, where is this file? Like, where am I putting my older files? Where am I putting the raw files? And then once that drive gets full, where do they go? And so I started doing that. But I will tell you, to be perfectly honest, it's so hard to maintain. Like, yeah. and, and part of it is just because I'm a digital hoarder. And I, it's so <laughs> hard for me to get rid of files that are like 10 years old. Because you might need them later. Never know. You see the back of my computer. It's like 12 hard drives. It's insane. Um, So I think that's really great advice. And I think for anybody listening is like starting from the beginning. Like, let's say you're just a photographer starting out. Like, set up that system like right now. Like, if you're starting out in your business, like establish what that file structure is going to be and a naming, naming convention. Because then you can have that consistency and like easily find things. Um, okay. So files, but is there anything else like from the business perspective, um, that would help, uh, you know, businesses sort of, you know, avoid the chaos. Sure. So I have a new business kit that is a free guide for those on the business side of things, mainly for people that are either starting over because they didn't know about all these new things, or they are starting from scratch and they need some basic systems that don't cost a lot or anything, but something good enough to to have in place now and that will serve you a little bit further down the line where when you do get that momentum, because you know with new businesses or any type of business, we promote, we do, we do, we do. We feel like it's not doing anything. And then all of a sudden you get that pop and that momentum. And then now you're super busy and now you're going to be dealing with growing pains. And the growing pains is what's really going to be the end of you because you start losing clients because you're not organized, you weren't ready, and you always have to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. But this in this scenario, I would say you need to prepare for the best thing ever and let it be there to catch the momentum so you're not playing the growing pains game where you're losing clients or your services aren't as great as you promised because you didn't prepare and account for those things. So what I recommend is when you're setting up all of your things for your business, whether that be new or, you know, right now, um, I would say keep your name the same. We're finding right now, actually, that I'm changing my name. So it's a little crazy. Hopefully we can change the name or find it. But if you have a business, 
keep it all in the business name, get all the domains ahead of time, because you never know if you're going to need them. You can sell them later, but then at least you have one specific name to remember. You don't have all these renditions of the same thing. Then you don't know what's what passwords and um, start there. Then when you start creating, you create an email address, you create Instagram and all your social media platforms, go grab that name if you can. If you have to put a number behind it, keep the number consistent. And hopefully it means something so you don't forget. And then go into the other. So then like I recommend getting like a flow desk uh, or sorry, a link tree. If you don't have a website, you don't have to have a website right away. Get the domain, have the plans to make one, but you don't need one. You go to a link tree. Um, you can create your own, your personalized one with the name, and then you can put all your links there. And then you have one link to share to everyone like a website while you build. So you're preparing. And then I also recommend a um, email platform of some sort. Emails are key. Instagram, social media, all the things that we consistently promote on social or for our business. We don't own those platforms. They can change it tomorrow. They can, things can go crashing down a year or two ago. Instagram, like, and Facebook crashed. Oh, geez. Yeah. I remember that. It was like, oh my God, if all of my lists and things were there. Mm, Yeah. uh Uh-oh. So email, email list is like essential for any business, whether you're existing or new, you own that list. You own them. You own those contacts. Instagram can't touch them. So what did people do? They went to their email list and they said, well, while Instagram and Facebook is down, go and check XYZ out and gave them still a business didn't stop. So right. really just creating avenues for you to continue business in case something fails. Um, I, I always start with those three essential things because you got a website, something to share right now. You got an email platform. I like Flowdesk. I'm a big fan of Flowdesk. Um, it's like 19 bucks a month. It's like a MailChimp, but MailChimp, I just couldn't get a hold of or the hang of. I don't mind paying the $19 a month. It's very feminine if you have a feminine company mm-hmm. and it makes it very easy to do workflows, create landing pages, sign up sheets, and lots of tutorials. So I love, I'm a big fan of what you've been saying about, you know, kind of starting small when it comes to getting that, starting with that organization too, because sometimes I feel like people, when they think of being getting organized, I think it's like this huge overarching project and it gets to a point where it's like, well, I can't, how am I supposed to handle that? I'm already trying to start a business. Well, and many people I think get overwhelmed with it all. Yeah. Um, thinking that they all have the to pieces, do everything. all the things all up front when in reality, I think those three things that you mentioned will get you started. Um, but also keeping in mind the growing pains, like you mentioned, you want to set yourself up for like success because you don't want to be like, me where when I created that word document SOP, I was like, just, oh my gosh, where are my files? Do I have these files? How should I organize them? Where should they be? And how many, like, which hard drive is it on? Like, and that's that's okay for you to hire someone to help you too. Yeah. You don't have to feel like you have to set it up on your, by yourself. If that's not something you can grasp in your head because you're too close to it, like you don't want to get rid of that file. That's a very important file. I feel like I might need it in 10 years, but do you really need it? If that's when you bring the outsider in, like 
when I clean out my kids stuff or my stuff, I'll bring in sometimes my sitter knowing that what they really do. And I say, don't let me see it because I will keep it. I will find a reason to have it for fourth grade down the line when they need to make a diorama. You never know when you'll need those little, right? Instead of going and buying again on Amazon for $5. I let them go and do, I don't look. I review if it's like a question, but same thing with your business. If you don't think you're going to need stuff and they're not going to get rid of it permanently, but they're going to move, bring someone in, pay someone to do it, write that off, get educated with taxes. Guys, if you're starting a business, you could write that off as a business expense. That's my next thing. (laughs) Yeah, you got to do that, right? And so especially if it's your first year, you can take the losses, get some back, talk to CPA. I am not CPA. Again, we talked about this in the last episode. Finances are not my forte. But my assistant will gather all of my info for me and send it to my CPA because I know I don't know enough about it. I might miss something. She can see things without me being clouded. And I know that, you know, she'll tell me what she needs. Know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Hire someone, have them come in and do it. There's reasons why people are out there. You can do a VA and get hours. You can do temporarily, not have to keep them on. Right. You know that you're going to have a hard time starting. Bring in some help, let them help, and then go set it up, set it, forget it. Just like those email campaigns. Well, I don't have an email list. So do you plan on having an email list? Well, yeah. So set it up like you're gonna, because when you do, you don't want to have to go back and do this. And then all your people are hanging. You're ready. You got it. It's good. Yeah. So often like it's, it's like when um, something goes viral on, you know, they say if something goes viral on like Instagram reels or something like that, well, you should have something like ready to go for right afterwards, because the last thing you want to do is like, let people forget about you. And then they're like, well, this is kind of already worn off. The shine is already worn off because you've got given that amount of time in between, like that they haven't seen anything from you. So totally get what you're saying, like having stuff ready at your fingertips. So you know what you're going to need when you and you have it when you need it is so key. It's and just- be ready to pivot when you need to. Um, it happened in business with me where I was doing my health and wellness stuff with a virtual I started working with the company corporately on contract to do some sales and marketing for them because they figured out my background. We were in this like Zoom room. I I came in, she made an announcement that I was in the room. I was like, whatever. Someone had she had mentioned that I had um what I used to do in sales to try and um, remember everybody's information because sales is very relationship-based. It's very important that you uh, bring attention to that to create relationships because people will buy from people. If you feel like you are cared about, you most likely will buy from that person. And so when I used to sell to attorneys and we'd go to lunch, I would keep this running list of who it was, what we talked about at lunch and something that stuck out. So then the next time I went to go see them, maybe three months, six months, a year, I can pull my list do a find on their name and see what we talked about. Wow. It was his grandma's 90th birthday party. So when I see him, I say, Hey, how was that 90th birthday party? Yeah. It might've been a year ago, but he's like, Oh my gosh, that was forever ago. It was great. Thank you for remembering and remind right? Weird. Right. Kids names, kids names are huge. Like if you remember, it's the worst. It's like, how's your son? And you're like, my daughter. It's like, uh. <laughs> so you keep those things 
and then you reference them, it's a personal touch. You do that yeah. with your followers. You do that with your clients because you get, sh- you know, sharing all that information. But um, they had mentioned that I did that. So someone said in a chat, Heather's got some spreadsheet, that lead tracking spreadsheet, blah, blah, blah. I had not used that thing in 10 years because it was all up here at that point. I had not used it, didn't have it. Nope. And all of a sudden, ping, 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 a hundred people asked me on the side, Hey, what's your, can I send you my email address? Will you send me your lead tracking spreadsheet? And I'm like, yep, sure. Got off, got on Excel, made a quick one, made a quick, because I had my link tree, because I had my flow desk, I made a yeah. quick flow desk link. So I didn't have to send it individually to every single person. Yeah, and like ready to go. It loaded it in and said, here guys, in the next chat, I said, for those of you who asked for my lead tracking spreadsheet, click this link, put your email in, it'll send it to you. I had to make the spreadsheet, but I didn't have to make the email thing. Right. And my email list grew by 300 people in an hour. Wow. Wow. I mean, I gotta be pivot. You gotta get creative. I made it look nicer later. Yeah. But at least it was something. And right. usually lead magnets and things that get traction take five minutes to create, not five hours. Right. People want something simple. So that's a huge thing on, thank God I had that in place. I'd be like typing out every single email address to get them in my, no, not efficient. Doesn't help anybody. And they might lose interest. Go find it somewhere else while they're waiting for you to type their email address in to send it to them. Exactly. Exactly. Time is, time is money. Time is money. Oh my goodness. Right. Wow. This has been, and again, you know, Jesse and I always talk about how, you know, we plan out a discussion, um, we send over these questions, and then things just kind of go all over the place, which is like organic conversation. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 this is no, this is this (laughs) happens more often than you think. And it's fantastic, because we really get, you know, while we, you know, scratch the surface with our questions, we really get to get into it when we when we actually get the conversation going. So Heather, thank you so much for sharing all of this really key information. And I feel like that people are going to be really taking so much away from this conversation. Where can people find out more about you, uh, as well as your services? So you can find me on my websites, chaos and cookies. More of my business and social media stuff and help with business is more on the the Heather Greco on Instagram. And I do some on chaos and cookies, but if you go to my website or my link tree that I talked to, you can grab that lady tracking spreadsheet or that new business kit on. It's very simple. It will walk you through how to set up, you know, your uh, back office. It'll, it'll help you set up a link tree. It'll give you a code for a free flow desk if you want to try it. And it gives you all the things. Um, you can go grab that too and download that and get going at least on some systems. And if you need more complicated ones, ask somebody, you know, um, if you want your shop on your website to automate an email, some typically you'll need a bridge, which is called Zapier or something like that. Yep. Then you can um, ask a VA or a website specialist to put that into place and, there are systems and let it work for you is my biggest thing. Let, let it go and know enough in case that system crashes um, that you can at least get it back up and running um, or post something on your website, even though your guy does it, but maybe they're out sick. You know, just know enough to be by. 
That's so, uh, again, such a great way to look at it and such an important point, a lot of important points you make. Heather, thank you so much for being on the show with us for the past two shows. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank, thank you. you for having me. Hopefully everyone learned something and I didn't rattle off too much too fast. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you did not. You did great. Thanks. So I think I've mentioned once or twice that we are welcoming a baby this June. Um, once or twice. Um, so I am somebody that with, you know, and I've mentioned my ADHD. Sometimes I, I take on a task that is just way too big for me. And that's that goes in business as well. I get an idea and I just take it on and I'm like, wow, I I can't handle this all all the pieces of this. Um, so as we've been getting ready for this next child, a lot of it has been cleaning out um Ariel's room, old clothes, old toys, and also just you know there's been things that we've been living with in the house. Um, and not to the effect that Heather, you know, dealt with creating her processes and why she did it. But, you know, there's been things that we've been living with in the house that we've just thought, well, it's not going to be for that long. And now we know that when we're having the second child, well, it's going to be for at least another three or four years that we're going to be dealing with this, whatever this is. For example, um, believe it or not, you get more tub toys than you imagine. This is going to seem like such a weird thing to talk about. You get more tub toys than you imagine mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to children. And, you know, we have two bathrooms, but one of them's a stand-up shower. And so she's she uses basically what would be considered the, the main, uh, our bathroom. I know people don't say like master bathrooms anymore because of a lot of different vernacular words with that. But like the, it's the, it's the, it's the, the ensuite su- the en bathroom. Right. Thank you for helping me out with that. Um, so she's in there. So like we have, you know, all of our towels and, um, you know, our, my beauty products, hair products, Alex does not have as many, I'm just going to put that out there, but there's a lot of stuff in our bathroom. And now we've added these tub toys over the past couple of years and people will give you things and you're like, oh, this is great. It has just been sitting on the floor next to the tub. We've never found a place to put them away. So finally, the other night, I looked at Alex and I said, you know what we need? And he had he had built a shelf over our toilet years ago for like towels and stuff, extra towels and stuff. I was like, we need another shelf. We have the room on the wall. We need to build another shelf and have a place to put all of the tub toys because now we know we're going to be living with this, these tub toys for the next three or four years again. Like mm-hmm. it's it's and then we can just use the space for something else. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, so it's been little little projects like that. You know, Ariel has too many shoes already. I'm so proud. Alex is building her a shoe rack. You know, so it's just picking small projects and working on them. And that's exactly how I've been cleaning out, you know, her room. But that's also how I've been working on my business as I've been starting to prepare for maternity leave. Is like, okay, I've got this list of things that I know I need to get done before I take off. And then I have this other list of things that are like more long term. Well, okay, I can take care of those while I'm on maternity leave kind of thing. So just setting out small attainable goals. And I feel like that is a lot of what I was hearing from her when it came to creating those systems. Is it not? You don't have to completely revamp your entire life in one day it's you can take one thing and kind of figure out a way to to make it work for you 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think, um, you know, she takes a pretty practical approach. I know she was like, you have, you just have to know these things, like certain things you just kind of need to teach yourself. But then the other stuff, like, probably doesn't matter. Like, you know, right. and starting small, um, especially how she was talking about her new business kit. I think that that was really important. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get super overwhelmed on, and setting yourself up right, um, you know, thinking even how to organize things on your Google Drive from day one and maintaining that so that by the time you do reach that volume, by the time you do have that clientele, you're not all of a sudden overwhelmed with client work that you can't maintain a system that wasn't set up from the beginning. So I think I think for me, that was really important. And I wish I would have been a little bit more cognizant of when I was building my business, because it, to her point, she's like, all of a sudden, you're going to get busy. And then you're going to rely, want to rely on these systems. And so yeah, it's pretty much what happened to me. And I was like, oh, gosh, I need to like implement systems. And I've been good about yeah. it. But I think, um, you know, being better organized, especially with my files. So I, because I have so many files, it would have been helpful. Yeah. And and I've definitely got just in the past couple of months, I've gotten so much busier with not not just with life in terms of, you know, the next chapter and, and welcoming another person into our family, but with actual work. Like all of a sudden I've gotten a bunch of new stuff added onto my plate, which I'm so grateful for. But I really wished I had planned just a little bit better yeah. so that I wasn't like struggling to or, or racing to get everything put together at the same time as right. everything else that's going on in my life. So yeah. that's something and that's something to take into account. You know, she's very cognizant of the fact that life is going on at the same time as your business. It's not just you're not just a that entrepreneur or solopreneur. And I think sometimes that gets lost in the fray. Um, so another great conversation um, with Heather. Thank you so much now for you for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community, and follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Fashionably Kate and Co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.